Hey everyone, welcome back to Navigating Netflix Originals. I'm Madison, and as always, I'm joined by Jamie. Hello. And today we're going to be discussing the most word-heavy title of a show <laughs> on Netflix. True. It is I Don't Feel at Home in This World Anymore. And yes. that's way too many words for the title of anything. It is. <laughs> like a dissertation <laughs> title over there. But um, it is, it, it's a movie, not a series. Mm -hmm. And Elijah fucking Wood is in it. So yes. he is definitely nothing like Frodo, but he still sounds like Frodo. So it's weird if you're a fan of the Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> it sounds like a little Fro Frodo Baggins. Yes. Just being in like this. Just doing weird. crazy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so it's Elijah Wood opposite Melanie Linsky as the main protagonist. Yeah, I don't know who she or is. Or anti-hero, antagonist. TBD, what she actually is. You think she's the antagonist, not the protagonist? <laughs> <laughs> she's the main character. She has to she's be the protagonist. Kind of, uh, maybe she's like Even an anti. Dexter's the protagonist. <laughs> I mean, Dexter's kind of like an anti-hero, isn't he? Yeah, I guess, yeah. <laughs> so this... This movie is about a woman named Ruth whose house gets robbed. Yep. And she decides to, because the police aren't helping, she decides to kind of take shit into her own hands to get her stuff back. Um, movie does definitely does not shine a pretty picture on vigilantism. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> definitely discouraging people from doing that ever. Yeah. Uh, what were your initial reactions to oh this movie? Oh my gosh. So I, I quite liked the movie, but it went in a lot of places I didn't expect yes. it to. Yes, yes. <laughs> Which was nice yeah. because I feel like a lot of times these films are sort of predictable. And this one I was like, I, anything could happen. I don't yeah. even know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, and like the tone of it is very much like, um, like an independent yeah. movie kind of feel to it. And you definitely you kind of think that like it's just gonna be low key through the whole movie, but <laughs> it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> and it it takes a turn eventually, like midway through, and you're just like, "What the shit just yeah. happened?" <laughs> yeah. I mean, even from the beginning, it kind of takes a turn. Like, it, once, like for example, as soon as she decides to go and get her laptop back after she requests Tony's help. And like yeah. they I mean I guess accidentally knock this guy in the face and he's bleeding everywhere and <laughs> Tony throws a shuriken and it <laughs> just turns into chaos like immediately. I um, love how they met. Yeah. Like, this is two people who don't know each other. Ruth knows that Tony lets his dog shit in her yard. Like, that's all yeah. she knows about this neighbor. And so they have, like, a little confrontation where she throws his own dog shit at him. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, the next scene, she's like, oh, do you want to go and help me get all of my stuff back that was stolen? Oh, by the way, I'm Ruth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who does that? I know. <laughs> he could have stolen it for all you know. Right. Well, the, my initial thought was that he did. I thought he was the thief at first like he was gonna somehow sense. be it and then yeah afterwards when they they quite quickly show the guy's shoe who matches the print that she took right so um yeah it is kind of crazy though that you know her house is like robbed and they don't even do any sort of like they don't check the backyard to find the print she has to do the sort of investigative work yeah whereas like i feel like that's 
it's probably the case a lot yeah. times, though especially in like lower income areas mm-hmm. there's just too much crime for them to be detailing every yeah. you know all of the f- evidence for everyone true and i guess and a lot of cases just go unsolved yeah and they made a point of being like there was no forced entry so if your door is left unlocked like what do you expect which is right. kind of like <laughs> makes me laugh because growing up in a very rural area we always left our door unlocked yeah and so <laughs> i don't think my parents lock their door to this day <laughs> and i'm like you just think about that and i'm like anyone could have like waltzed in and yeah. either stolen it or and or camped out while you were away and waited for you to get home to murder you i'm like it's a bit you know questionable of a practice yeah. but i think that we also grew up in a time before there were quite as many creeps i mean yeah world, or maybe they just hadn't made it into you know the rural area that we lived yet <laughs> yeah i suppose that's probably true it was a simpler time you know? ah yes yeah Back in my childhood, I remember milking cows and throwing a hay. (laughs) Throwing it. (laughs) They like at each other. Just throwing bales of hay. That's not what they call it when they roll. I think they call it throwing hay. Do they? I think that's actually the right term for like when the machine goes down the rows and like cuts it and balls it up. I think it's called throwing hay. Okay, I'll believe you. I could be completely making that up. Sounds like something that probably has an entry in Urban Dictionary, but (laughs) she was throwing hay. The machine actually throws the hay like in a a thing behind it. Like it picks up the ball and just like tosses it behind it after it's made. Yeah. So it does get thrown. Maybe. (laughs) But uh, (laughs) I'll believe you. But but yeah, I don't if know. If you're listening and you know the correct <laughs> terminology for that, send us an Let email us at navigatingnetflixoriginals at gmail.com. Or send us a tweet at NNO Podcast. <laughs> um, correct me there. <laughs> correct me there. But um, <laughs> I don't know. But I think one of the things that I really liked about this film was that you kind of can't help but like Ruth because she tries to do... Like, she, I can't say that she tries to do the right thing, but in taking matters into her own hands, she tries not to, like, hurt people or do anything like that, but just it just so happens that everything she does leads to someone getting injured. Like, yeah, when she turns... She's doing what she's doing. Right. <laughs> like, when she's stealing the silver, walking out very slowly, but then turns and knocks the guy right in the face with the box. Yeah. and <laughs> Or, like, when she goes to, like hit the guy with the plaster of Paris mold and like apparently crushes his esophagus or something. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I definitely think that's what happened. Although it doesn't matter because five seconds later, he's just hit by a bus. The most shocking moment in the movie for me. I'm like, okay, well at this point, anything can fucking happen. (laughs) It's like, bye Chris. Nothing else will surprise me. Yeah. And then just the fact that she's like, then not only kidnapped but then forced to like pretend that she's you know not even pretend she has to like take part in the actual robbing of these people okay so that doesn't make sense to me they've been planning this robbery of chris's father's house for what seems like probably a few days or weeks you know at least and chris gets killed and they're like well she's there let's take her and force her to do it with us today on something that they already knew was going to be very high risk right so i'm like why wouldn't you just abort the plan temporarily and come up with a new plan maybe with a legitimate sidekick no yeah no it didn't make any sense because like clearly you know she doesn't go and actively like shoot the people in the house so she's not 
gonna right. comply to that extent. And even the whole I time guess- she's like, I'm sorry. Like yeah. you saw me, I was a hostage. I think the, the only explanation is that Chris was going to be able to get his father or the butler to open the door. Yeah. And because she had already been there, they knew who she was. They True. would open the door for her. But still, bad plan, obviously, since they all die. Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> God. <dies>. Chris's <laughs> stepmom, though, is the best <laughs> character. She's just, like, oh, so right. over everything, and she's just ridiculous. And then I love that when uh, Ruth does get in with a gun, she's like, you, you stole my tiger. <laughs> like that's her top priority yeah. you stole my lawn ornaments yeah. <laughs> not you're robbing me <laughs> which i love that that's what really starts putting a kink in tony and ruth's relationship it's not your yeah. lawn tiger I know. and he's so angry about it he's such an odd person because he he's is. like this mashup of like i don't know a white trash kind of like vigilante and also like a really religious like morally sound person and what came out was tony when those two things conceived (laughs) a child yeah (laughs) and it's a very strange character who is nothing like frodo but still sounds like frodo baggins every word he says sounds like frodo baggins (laughs) (laughs) minus the british accent i guess I mean, it's still there, though. Like, it <laughs> sounds like Frodo. <laughs> but uh, like, his voice doesn't match his character because for me, I just hear Frodo. See, I also have the. For me, I think of him from. Um, what was the movie with. Um, I can't think of anyone's. Uh, Kate. What's her name? She played Rose in Titanic. And uh, Kate Winslet? Kate Winslet and Jim Carrey, they were in that film, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Because oh, he's also in that as yeah, like a super yeah. creep. So for me, I was picturing him <laughs> as that. And I was like, oh, yeah. that's, this kind of fits a little more. It does. And then I'm like, so oh. He doesn't remind me of Frodo for some reason oh. in Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Huh. I don't know. Maybe he just sounds more like Frodo in this one. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, uh, like, I obviously know that it's the same guy, but. Right. I don't get Frodo vibes from him <laughs> in that movie. I guess maybe because in, in Eternal Sunshine, he's like not even supposed to be sort of nice. He's just a creep. Whereas That's like, true. at least in this movie, he's kind of weird, but ultimately he's nice. Like yeah, he like wants he to do good. Life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he does. Like he doesn't hesitate and like throws a ninja star right into that girl's face. I know. <laughs> She's just like, fuck. Well, then she like nearly could have shot him, but instead shoots her hand off. Blows her hand off with this antique shotgun, which as soon as they like show her loading out, like something's going to go wrong with that. Because they made a point of like showing how old and rusted. Yeah. It's like you can't possibly, right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. But then she stabs him like eight times real in quick succession. Oh, like, and then they like go out of their way to make it seem like he died. Too, I know. I was like, oh, fuck, Tony died. Oh <laughs> so my God. sad. And then she like sees his Im- image in the clouds. Yeah. And then he's actually alive. Right. I was <laughs> like, like, oh, my God. <laughs> I was relieved, though. I was like, oh. Oh, so was I. That's a good thing. I just was mad that they went out of their way to make it seem like yeah. he was dead. <laughs> well, yeah, like she was attending his church. She was drinking a different drink that he, yeah. you know, she wasn't drinking her Coors Light, which must have sponsored the damn movie because that was all she was drinking the whole time <laughs> up until the end but yeah i was kind of relieved it was kind of yeah. nice because in that 
in the hospital. Yeah, he must have been, yeah. But it was nice to have that as an ending, though, to have him actually be alive and know what happened. Yeah. Because otherwise, yeah. yeah, finally, we have an ending where it's like, we know everything that happened and it's over. Yes. And she smiles a little at the end. So maybe she doesn't feel a lot. Uh, maybe she feels more at home in the world now or right. something. She's found the person that makes her feel more at home in this world. Yeah. And all of the storylines are concluded and we know what happens. It is a very satisfying ending to it a was. Netflix movie, and I don't know that we've had one of those yet. So. No, I don't think so. Props Netflix, you concluded a movie. Yes. <laughs> Not <Round> of applause. <laughs> Your movie from, like, I think this was 2017 or something, so maybe um, they maybe yeah. they knew how to conclude endings and then lost their, their way. we've been watching the wrong movies. Maybe. <laughs> But yeah, no, it was fun. It was fun to see like the random stuff that they got up to. And I really liked the chemistry between Ruth and Tony for the most part. Yeah. 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 There's like a cute scene earlier on where they're like watching the sunset or something and they put their like heads on each other. Yeah. And you kind of, there's no, they don't ever like kiss or have sex or anything. It's like not that kind of relationship on screen anyways. Yeah. You kind of feel like maybe there is going to be romance with them down the line yeah i would think so <clears throat> especially but. at the end when he's like they're cooking dinner mm, you right. know, with her friends kind of thing yeah so it's cute it is cute but it's it's just crazy i mean it was interesting to see them showing how sort of what i want to say like how fly how he just like how chris the thief just likes to like fly in the face of danger because he was so blatant in you know obviously going through that person like when they're in that party and he's walking through the house and like shitting in the top of the toilet and like doing <laughs> stuff was like why are we seeing this super awkward angle of right <laughs> shitting? and then you realize it's because he's like squatted over the toilet tank yeah shitting in the tank so that <laughs> When you flush, it'll just like ruin everything. It'll all be full of shit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> who does that? An asshole is who does that. I, but mean, yeah. I wonder if he like knew those people. It didn't seem like it because he like was pretending to know someone at the party and then had to beat that guy to like get yeah. out, you know? Yeah. I wasn't sure like what was happening until he just like beat the shit out of that guy. Yeah. I was like, okay, he's not just the screw off, he's like the legitimate bad guy. Right who just like waltzes into someone's party and like steals their shit. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> the audacity he, in that. He works for some older creepy man. And their and relationship is questionable at best. I'm like, what's I, happening here? <laughs> is this person? <laughs> yeah. And like, that's never really disclosed. They're just clearly no. three messed up people who found each other and this old man kind of controls them like puppets and makes them steal things. Yeah. And we don't know, I guess, like, ultimately, we don't know if Marshall has actually gone or not, because he gets the snake in the face and all this stuff. (laughs) But at the end, he's still just, like, crawling around, you know? I think that he will succumb to his injuries in the forest. I mean, hopefully. (laughs) Because, what, he was shot in the leg, I think? That's why he was gimping. Either shot or at least, like... She kicked his leg in a way that like broke his knee or something. Something like that. Injured in the leg somehow. Yeah. So because he couldn't walk or run very quickly. Then pelted with rocks. <laughs> yeah. And then like a poison snake bite on his face. And his yeah. face was, like, all turning like blue and stuff at the end. Yeah. But he was still still trucking through those woods. But I think that we can 
the, the the last shot of him is him kind of just like staring up at the sky. So I think true. <laughs> I did I did like that though that she she hid Tony essentially and then drew him away from him so that she yeah. could you know at yeah. least try to get rid of the the bad guy. And she like forces him to fire off all his bullets. Yeah. Too, so that he can't shoot at her as they're running, which right. is smart. Although risky. Very risky. <laughs> but um but it was and then of course, you know, she loses him, but then her the spirit of her grandmother helps her find her way again. Uh. <laughs> yeah, that was also strange. It was strange. Okay. So this is the thing that I don't understand <clears throat> most about her character. Okay. And like what her motivation is. She gets her stuff stolen, the police won't help her, she finds her stuff. She gets her laptop back. She gets her stolen silver back. Yeah. But she doesn't stop. Like, no. she still feels like this compulsion to find the people who stole it to, like, tell them they shouldn't steal, basically, yeah. is all she wants to do at that point. Yeah. And what gets her into this complete shit show right. <laughs> is just her, like, desire to, like, yell at them, I guess, scold yeah. them for being bad. And I'm like, well, who does that? It's I wouldn't crazy. do that. If I got my shit back, I'd be like, good, I'm fine. Yeah. Buying a security camera putting good locks on my doors and it's over with i'm moving on i mean i guess it was the idea of like feeling violated and then you know she does say when when chris senior asks her what she wants she's like for people not to be assholes so she even says like all she wants to do is tell him that it wasn't nice for him to steal her stuff basically right i mean i get what she's wanting i just don't understand why she wants it this badly yeah (laughs) like what is driving her yeah, to I think want to do that. I think it was just like the straw that broke the camel's back, and she was just like, "I need, you know, closure." And the only way to get that is to, you know, confront Chrissy. But yeah. Chris Junior dies anyway, so it's not like she can actually right. confront him. So like Chris Junior and the girl that he worked with, and probably the old man yeah. he worked with, all end up dead. Plus, like half of Chris's family. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, so like, and yet, despite all of that, Chris's stepmom basically says that you know ruth had, was not involved at all which i well, mean she ruth wasn't stood in front of her and yeah. said, don't shoot her so, right you know. yeah that was a really yeah that was really cool to that she stood in the way and she would have died too if the shuriken hadn't stabbed her in, in the face moments later, right but... yeah that's true oh my god speaking of into the face how <laughs> surprising was it when uh, that old man broke her finger but then oh. Tony like roundhouse kicked him to the face <laughs> it's like the fact that the old man just grabbed her finger and oh broke God. it <laughs> that was horrifying <laughs> See, like that was early on in the movie where I was still being surprised by yeah. that, that was happening yes. that was before Chris just gets hit by a bus out of nowhere right <laughs> back when the movie still made sense yeah <laughs> But yeah, so yeah, I think she just was sick of assholes and she, you know, because, you know, she was saying that everyone's an asshole, dildos, fuck faces. So (laughs) she's just done. Yeah, I guess. (laughs) I mean, and certainly her life seems to show that the only people she works with are indeed just assholes. Right. Yeah. She's just encountering a bunch of assholes, like spoiling her book. And yeah. Oh my god, and that old lady's final words were oh, the so <laughs> raziest. They were so like, racist. And hilarious. Oh my god. But can you imagine? Because the family's like, did you, 
did she have any last words? Do you actually repeat all that to them? Oh my god, no. You just say, she said, she just said, I go with God now. Yeah. <laughs> you certainly don't. We're not going to say what the old lady said. No. Because it's very offensive. Oh my god, it was so offensive. It, if you watch it. It's also kind of funny. Yeah, it's it's certainly <laughs> amusing, but it, the the quote ends with <laughs> "out of my good pussy." <laughs> so oh my it, god! It starts off racist, but then takes a really weird turn. Yeah, um, I also liked when after she not, after uh, Ruth knocked the old man in the head with the case. She's like asking if she's good, and Tony's like, "Of course you're good." And she's like, "I clubbed an old man." <laughs> it's true. Like not quite uh, clubbed, but yeah, pretty much. <laughs> One of my favorite scenes was when Tony is like, "Oh yeah, I can use the, like the, the the binary code, all these ones and zeros and zeros and ones to find, you know, this yeah. guy's." This, whoever owns this car, she's got the VIN number or something. Or yeah. plate. <laughs> he has no idea how to like use the internet at all. Yeah. He just like goes to Google and types in like a full-on question. How do I find the license plate? Question yeah. mark. <laughs> Yeah, he's acting like he's going to have to hack stuff, but then he's like ultimately <laughs> signing up for some website that you have to pay for. You have to pay probably a lot of money to get like the information <laughs> yeah. from the DMV about like who owns this car. It's probably yeah. like fifty bucks or something. Although it was Ruth's credit card, so he probably didn't care. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, he he does not know how to use the internet. Yeah. <laughs> not at all. That made me like him better. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. <sighs> but yeah. I mean, Indeed. I think that's pretty much all I've got to say about the episode. Ooh. Hold on, someone's beeping outside. Someone else has thoughts. <laughs> Excuse they would like to you. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I was for. I'm glad to have, that we finally watched this because it's been sitting in my list for ages. Yeah. So it's nice to get it get it, it out. Definitely was worth a watch. Oh yeah. <clears throat> it's a good movie. Um, it's it's intense and <laughs> you know a little bit violent and gory at times. Yeah. Um, because you do watch people like get their hands blown off and stuff. You do. Um, but it's also like almost in like you don't really believe that it's happening sort of way so you're a little bit disconnected from it yeah (laughs) no i wasn't like terribly invested when everyone's getting like shot and killed right right but but it was still good i mean yeah Yeah. someone's looking for a a semi lighthearted film (laughs) a movie that starts off lighthearted but then like takes a really strange turn yeah then this is the film for you (laughs) starts off like boring and planned oatmeal and turns into a fajita (laughs) there you go (laughs) an oatmeal fajita (laughs) (laughs) no it doesn't turn into that no never mind (laughs) oh man cool um any last minute thoughts on these um no all right (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I no. think we said I only had three quotes written down. Yeah, me too. All of them. So cool. Well, uh, if you're still listening, uh, <laughs> thanks for tuning <laughs> in today. <laughs> Let us know what you thought about the episode, and also if you have any suggestions for what we should discuss next, whether that be. A series or a film, please do let us know. We're open to suggestions. You can do that by hitting us up on Twitter at NNO Podcast. 
or sending us an email at navigatingnetflixoriginals at gmail.com. And for any of you who is keeping track, none of you have sent us an email or tweeted at us yet. So it's we're true. sad. We did get one tweet a long time ago. And oh, we? Yeah, and we did the series that was suggested. So. Well, geez. There you go. I'm in charge of email, guys. <laughs> Nobody so Madison, has sent me an email, and I'm sad. Yeah, so Madison would love an email, so please Madison send doesn't one. understand Twitter at all. So <laughs> the I'm tweets. still old school. I use email. Send me your thoughts in words and not tweets. There you go. <laughs> On that note, uh, thanks for listening, everyone, and uh, we'll be back next week. Indeed. Indeed. Bye. Bye.